This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to a special broadcast of Gun Sports Radio. Live at the crossroads of the West Gun Show in Del Mar. Here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. All right, folks, welcome. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. And did you know that you can find our shows on your favorite podcast, podcast platform? It's simple. Gunsportsradio.com. That's gunsportsradio.com. And please remember, stick around for a, the second hour of Gun Sports Radio. And now it's a, it's, a, it's a can show because we're out here at the gun range, but it's still top-notch information. Hey, this hour is brought to you by legal uh, Firearms Legal Protection. Firearms Legal Protection is our very good friends, and there's your, they're your friends, too. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out on their website at firearmslegal.com. And if you're thinking about doing a kitchen remodel or a room addition or maybe the whole house, TD Construction is who we recommend. Don't overpay. Call TD Construction today. Call them at 619-448-2353. 619-448-2353. Or go to tdtbuild.com. And remember, they're A-plus rated for the BBB. And if you're looking for a CCW class, CCW USA would be who we recommend. And you, even if you want an Arizona, Florida, or a multi-state, those are the folks to visit. Go to ccwusa.com, ccwusa.com. They offer small class sizes, expert instructions to fit your schedule and your wallet. These classes are every month, two weekend classes. They go for, uh, you know, and then you can also have private lessons, too. All ready to meet your busy schedule. Check their website out at www.ccwusa.com. Well, we have a sign language lady on the, on yeah. the radio. She's I, over here. I think Tamara just told me to steal third. I think she told you something else, but we can't say it on radio. <laughs> How you doing, Tamara? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, so what brings you to the gun show? Uh, I am here working the booth for the South Bay Rod and Gun Club. Yeah, today. right next door. Right next door. Yeah. So tell us about them. Well, we're one of the largest outdoor ranges in San Diego County. Uh, We have a 300-yard range, a 100-yard range, 50- and 25-yard ranges, and then we also have trap. All outdoor. All outdoor. Uh, We have a huge staff of volunteer uh, range safety officers to make sure that everyone leaves with the same number of holes that they came with. (laughs) I like that Keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Um, but we also have a lot of programs available and training. Uh, one of the programs that I run is Women on Target, which is an NRA-sponsored course that teaches women uh, 18 and older, and we have women out there even in their 70s, the basics and fundamentals of firearms, safety and handling, and marksmanship. Uh, they come out for a four-day or four-hour clinic. And we teach uh, handgun, rifle, and shotgun in that four hours. They get one-on-one instruction, and everything is provided. That's awesome. Yeah, they just they show up in comfortable shoes, and, and, and you guys take care of the rest, right? We do. Yeah, we do. I have a staff of volunteers that come out so that they can provide that one-to-one instruction. And the ladies just come out, and they have a great time. I, I, I helped out with the women on Target years ago. And, uh, 
great grandma, grandma, mom, and daughter. And every time, it was probably the most rewarding thing I, I did, uh, you know, as a volunteer. Um, it was the people. It was so empowering. I mean, for lack of a, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's the best word. But it was so empowering uh, to these women to to learn how to do it. Um, uh, you know, shoot properly, and and uh, I just loved every minute of it. They it is so much fun. Very rewarding. Um, you know, we're all volunteers. And so we volunteer our time for this. And, and the thing that, that I get out of it is I see these ladies in the beginning. Some of them have never held a gun. Some of them are terrified of guns. And you can see the stress in their face in the morning when we do the, the orientation safety briefing and uh, give them kind of an idea what the day is going to look like. But by the time they get through the clinic, at the end of the day, their smiles are <laughs> ear to ear, and they're asking, when are, when are you going to do this again? When can I yeah. come back? So how did you get into shooting? Well, I grew up around guns, and then uh, in my later years, I married a former Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. And I told him I was very interested in learning. I know how to pull a trigger. I know how to make a holes in paper, yep. but I really wanted to learn more about the gun itself. I wanted to get to the point where I knew how to do everything with that gun. I knew how to take it apart, how to fix it, how to clear malfunctions. I wanted to know everything so that I could pack up my range bag, go to the range by myself anytime. And um, the more I trained and got familiar with that, the more I wanted to teach. And I saw lots of people at the range that wanted help. So I got into instruction, got my NRA certified instructor. That was all here in San Diego. All here in San Diego. Because he's a well, he I guess he being a seal. Now was he a seal when you when you guys got married, or was he a former Navy seal when you guys got married? Former. He was former. He was former. But he was still here. For, I'm, I'm assuming he was stationed in Coronado for a while. He was. And so you guys did all this in, in San Diego. It's funny because and the reason I ask is a lot of people think of Southern California or California in general is not really a, a firearms. Uh, you know, culture or place, but hey, it's not true at all. There, no. There's so there's such a rich history, such a broad presence of people that uh, want to get educated and, and and get into firearms. So, did you do all this through South Bay, or, or wh- where did you guys do most of your shooting? At that time, because we live in in the North County, we would go to Iron Sights because it was close, yeah. and we would just spend time together. And he would show me everything. I didn't own my own handgun at the time. So he showed me everything on his, um, and it was a six-hour P226, yeah, P226, of what he trained with in the Navy. Yeah, that's what they use, right? So I had to learn all about the, all the different mechanisms, the decocking and everything. Um, and then I finally decided to buy an M&P 9 because it's got the, the different size palm swells, and I have real small hands, a small girl. <laughs> and that was a, a an attractive feature, and I got used to using that. And now I've got a, an XD45. I have an AR style platform and a shotgun. Wow! So how long? So how long ago did all this happen? When you when you were uh, like when did you buy your your M and P? Oh my gosh! I want to say it's been ten years. <laughs> About ten years. Ten years ago. Yeah, I I love hearing. There's so many stories of people who, uh, you know, kind of have a, an interest and then they get into it. Or some people that are just against the idea and then they try it and love so many different aspects of it. The learning, the teaching, the, uh, the empowerment, and, and just turn into like, hey, this is, a, this is who I am now. This is yeah. a part of my life. Well, and this last June, I went out to, you've all heard of Front Sight. Yep. Oh, yeah. I went out to Front Sight. I've taken a couple of their handgun classes and I went to their instructor development, which is really? a five-day interview, basically. 
to be hired as an instructor. And out of the 12 people that had signed up for that clinic, I was one of three that wow, was hired. Wow, that's hardcore. So you, 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 you pull shifts at Frontside I now. pull shifts at Frontside. I'm part-time, so yeah. I go out maybe once every couple of months for a four-day class. That's awesome. It's great. Yeah, congratulations Thank on you. that. I love it. We're going, uh, one of our former board members, he moved to Texas, unfortunately, but one of our former board members, I don't know if, you, if you've seen this, but he does a, a, charity, cl- uh, a charity event out there. Uh, do you know what I'm talking I've about? I've seen, though? yeah, I've heard, yeah. So the, heard of it. I think it's the, is it the first. It's the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of March. March, 6th, yeah. 7th, yeah. 8th, and 9th of Early March. In spring. We're going to, about 200 San Diegans are going to be out there, and they put us all together, you know, and we raise money for, what are we, what are we raising money for, Chuck? It's leukemia research. Yeah. Leukemia yeah. research. So, uh, yeah. so if you can pull that shift, be sure to be out there, because oh, that'd be yeah. awesome no, if you were one great. of our coaches. No, I'd love to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun. When you, uh, as an instructor out there, are you just handguns, or do you do handguns, rifles? No, uh, right now, uh, because I'm relatively new, you start uh, with the one. I've done two classes, so I'm handgun. And everybody starts out handgun, basically. You start out as a, a line coach, and you work your way up into the instructor and range master levels. Awesome. And my husband is also, he's uh, he's an instructor, too, now. He's been going out there for a couple of years. Out of front side? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So how do people find South Bay Rod and Gun Club? We have a website. Uh, It's www.sbrgc.org. Sbrgc.org. Right. Like South Bay Rod and Gun Gun dot org. Yeah, okay. And uh, there's all kinds of information on there about the different programs that we offer and training. And is membership open? Can people still become members or are you guys full? No, no. It's a privately owned club, but it's open to the public. And anyone can come out and shoot. We offer a day... Shoot. If you want to come out, we'll give you a thirty-day or thirty-dollar seven-day pass, and you can shoot in that week. If you decide you want to be a member, we'll roll that into your membership. The standard membership, if you're sixty-two or if you're under sixty-two, is one hundred and twenty-five a year. One hundred twenty-five a year covers you for the entire year. You can come out and shoot anytime you want. And if they want to get involved, if they either want to, if they're a woman who wants to participate in Women on Target. Or if you want to help mentor in some of your other programs, first let's start with women on target. If you want to, uh, if you know a woman or are a woman listening uh, that wants to uh, take a uh, women on target class, how do they find that? They would be on our website, and there is a tra- a link that's for training. And if you click on the link for training, there is a list of the different things that we offer. Women on target is there. We also have a juniors rifle program. Uh, we have uh, Palma and Shoots and Guild and some other crazy ones that. You probably don't see very very frequently, um, but the website is pretty easy to navigate. It's got all the information you need. Registration is done right there. And they, I keep hearing more and more uh, uh, of uh, you know women getting more and more involved in, in the shooting sports, and I'm so happy to see it because I think it's fun, and I think it's exciting, and I think it's empowering, and I think it's important, and I think it's a great equalizer. So I'm so, so happy that you're doing everything that you're doing with Women on Target and across the board. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Tamara. Thank you, and I I just want to say real quickly, thank you, Michael, personally, because you helped me get my concealed carry permit. Excellent. That's great. Yep. So I I am one of the Many growing that are oh, getting trust that. me, you'll get a bill. Wait a minute, you can't get a seat. You'll get a bill. <laughs> the anyway. bill is in the mail, right? Great Avenue. Thanks <laughs> yeah, for coming. Seriously, I'll talk to you guys. All right, folks. Hey, Thanks we're going to take a quick break. We're out here at the gun show. They're all buttoning up. So if you hear any forklifts and tables clanking, don't worry about it. We're going to be here till five o'clock. Why? Because this is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer.
show right out here in the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, the gun show is kind of closed up a little bit, uh, but that's okay. It was very successful. They'll be back next year. We can't wait to be out here as well. And you are listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. And this segment is brought to you by... Where are we at here? Uh, yeah. Uh, first hour sponsor, guess what? It is fire... Oh, how did I go that way? Oh, what am I doing? Yeah, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearm legal protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I, we use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun ownership of the 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com, 469-310-9100, 469-310-9100. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. Hey, all you California assault weapon owners, you know, the laws are just chasing you guys all around the parking lot. Well, it's almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Simple. Cali Key. Converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight full bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications. No turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. Cali Key. CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And home mortgage interest rates have been dropping, if you've noticed. This is a great time if you're looking to buy or refi. Or if you're considering a reverse mortgage. Call a local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all these mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or go to primerez.com backslash alpine. All right. So who have we got at what this? A, what a cool uh, segment that was with Tamara, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it great? She yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it went really, really well. Yeah. So, Joe, tell us more about your... Uh your your blog that you, we we kind of interrupted you with the uh, and we did it well yeah <laughs> with the <Poor> guy <clears throat> yeah the uh, oh, like we we're saying um, the the blog here this week was talking about the gun free zone uh, thing and some progress that was made in Tennessee um, unfortunately it was you know a tragic incident that that spurred that on and we'd mentioned earlier the um, you know a woman in um, in Tennessee uh, ended up having her her husband shot right in front of her in a crowded restaurant. And, uh, you know, as tragic as, as that is, what was worse is that she was a concealed carrier. And she had uh, intentionally left her firearm out in the car to try to be compliant with the Tennessee law that, that says she could not carry in that particular uh, Wait, business. She couldn't carry, what was, because it, it was a bar, or what, do you do you remember the specifics um, on why? It's, it was a gun-free zone. What I saw, yeah, it wasn't specific. I'm not sure if it was a business thing. It, it said it was Tennessee law. Huh. So it was, a, it was alcohol, yeah. It, it was, was a, probably an alcohol-related thing. Because yeah, yeah, a lot of people, like just, to, just to clarify to people, everybody out there, a lot of, if in, in California, if a restaurant or a store or whatever has a big old gun-free zone sign out in front and says no guns, that doesn't carry the weight of law. That that varies from state to state. Some states it does, but uh, if you're if you're a new CCW holder here in San Diego and 
and you go walk into some retail store and they say, hey, no guns. That does not carry the weight of law. You you can still carry concealed in there legally. Yeah, so they're you know trying. What's, what's are they trying to do the old thing like we reserve the right not to serve you? You know that type of thing. Is that how they're using that? No, no, no. They're just um, they're putting it up basically as a gun free zone. Gotcha. And and I'm not sure exactly how the law is back there. Like Michael was saying out here in California, it's ironic that in California somebody could stick a little sign in the window and say this is a gun free zone. And it doesn't mean anything. Uh, you don't, you know, it doesn't carry the weight of law. Yet you go to Arizona, where you would think they're, for the most part, a lot more reasonable. And yet those signs do carry the weight of law there. Yeah. I mean, they have to be a specific way, and and there's a specific way to have to hang them and everything. But it's interesting that they're not here. And um, what's funny about that is it's just it's it's misguided, I think, because I just noticed, uh, like at the Sprouts, where I used to shop. Um, <laughs> have these t- tiny little gun-free, and you can't even, if you're not looking for them, you won't see them. They're down at the bottom of the sliding door, which gives me the impression that maybe corporate told them they had to do this, but yeah. the local people really don't want to this, so they stick it down there. But um, it's interesting because they're they're misguided in that they, you know, somebody thinks they're doing something to make the place more safe, when in reality they're making it more dangerous. And if you think about it as a concealed carrier, if you're, you know, carrying in a store, nobody knows you're carrying. The gun is in the holster. You're not posing any increased risk or danger to anybody. Yet, if something were to happen in that store, you're, you know, possibly in a position to, to save lives and help. So, I mean, by, by doing that, they're, they're actually making it more dangerous. In my case, they lost about 100 bucks a week because I don't go in there. Yeah, I go there. Well, it wasn't a gun-free <laughs> zone when you were in there. Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like Walmart supposedly a gun-free zone, but not when I shop. Well, you know, and it's like I said, it's a, it's a shame because they're, you know, they're they're they. I think they're misguided a yeah. lot of those places, and they think they're doing something to make it safer, and they're really not. They're actually making it more dangerous. Yeah. Well, I think I told you I had to go to the hospital. Uh, had to take somebody to the hospital recently, and not a big deal. Everybody's okay. But uh, we, uh, I went in, and they were wanding people. You know, with the metal detector. Really? Wands, at you the know? hospital. At the hospital, they were wanding people, and I was like, "All right, well, this ought I, to be fun." Yeah. So I walked up, and the, the guy, he's young security guard, super nice guy, but he 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 started wanding me, and he said, uh, "Hey, do you have uh, do you have any knives or anything sharp?" And I said, "Well, I don't have any. I don't have a knife." And he kind of looked at me and he goes, can you have any weapons at all? And so I showed him my CCW. And, I, and he said, oh, okay, are you on duty? And I said, no, I'm not law enforcement. I'm a civilian. And he goes, okay, I don't know what to do at all. He said, hold on a second. Let me talk to my supervisor. Supervisor came over, super nice security guy. You know, great. Hey, look, man, you know, I totally understand. But here's the deal. You know, no guns. That's the policy. He said, we have lockers available for you. I said, well, I'll just go lock it back up in my car. He said, okay, not a problem. Came back in, totally nice, totally polite. But then I noticed a little bit later, those guys weren't armed. And I'm like, hey, look, what man, it's either you or me. Yeah. You can't, we're not, we can't both be unarmed. So if you're, if you're saying, God. hey, look, I'm armed, I'm an experienced officer, this is private property, so therefore we're going to disarm you. My safety's in your hands, you know, but it, it, now you're just a paid witness. You're not even security well, at that see, point. And, and that's what the legislature in, in Tennessee took up and changed in their law, partially as a result of that, that shooting with that woman and her husband. And um, what they were saying basically is, this, is if, okay, if you're going to keep people 
from carrying firearms in your business, then you need to provide security. You need yeah. to provide metal right. detectors. Because, well, like Michael was saying, you know, if you say you have security and they're not armed, well, you really don't have security. That's yeah. not security. You got people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got targets. That's just the first guy that's going to get shot, or he'll be able to take really great notes after I get shot. Right. That's about it. If he's still <laughs> yeah. Well, but that brings home a good point about going to different states and not knowing what the law is. I mean, even in California. So, you know, how do you how do you learn about this stuff if you have, like, U.S. Law Shield or Firearms Legal Protection or some kind of reference like yeah, that? Yeah, most of those places do that. Um, I know USPSA does, and, or not USPSA, um, USCCA has yeah. a map. I think U.S. Law Shield has something similar yes, to that. Yes, they do. Yeah. Where you could just click on. A lot of them are, are phone apps now that they have where if you do travel, um, you can click on the, uh, the app and... Um, see the, what the concealed carry laws are in the state that you're yeah, going that's what into. I, when I did that 6,700-mile road trip, I mm-hmm. looked on the app, and I looked at all the states I was going through. and then Did you avoid any states? Were you like, I'm not going there. I'll just go right around. Uh, is anyone any- looking? Uh, the only state I do avoid is Utah, just because I think they're free. And you know what? <laughs> no, I mean, because of but gun laws. But other than that, no. I mean, did because I just of say the, that? Yes, I did. Because of the gun uh, laws, were there any states that you avoid? I, no. The reason I ask, my parents spend the summer in Wisconsin. They live in Virginia, mm. and they actually go around. They go through Michigan rather than go through Chicago. That That's it's, like me in Utah. When I go to when I go to uh, Montana, I always avoid. No, and I actually It's did, just a personal thing. I actually did the same thing. I, we drove up to see uh, some friends in Idaho the summer we went up through bishop we spent a night there and then we went up north and um i could have gone straight through going through a little bit of oregon and you know would have had to have i don't know what you can only drive 55 there on their freeways in oregon oh good that was another and reason I, that's another I, reason I not that. to yeah so we went around the long way actually we wanted to go see some do a little sightseeing well, thinking too, in oregon they could always tell someone from california because they're always trying to put in their own gas <laughs> so you went around Oregon because of the gun laws? Uh, partially. Just, yeah? Yeah, partially. And that was my excuse to go explore a little go bit ahead, more Nevada. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead and try to drive through Oregon. Let's see if you make it to the other side. I don't think I'm going to. But you know what's funny? I mean, back in the 90s when I moved to San Diego, Oregon was, you know how everybody talked, well, I'm going to Arizona. I'm going yeah. to Texas Everybody now. was going to Oregon. Everybody was going to Oregon then. Yeah. So what happened? Well, I Oregon, don't know. That was the defense Oregon's, uh, that was leaving. Oregon's all- one of those states, too, that doesn't accept the uh, the non-resident Arizona permit, which is what a lot of us use you yeah. know, to travel. Oregon, Washington doesn't. It, right. It's almost like all the people that didn't want to stay and do activism here <laughs> went there and yeah. didn't do any activism there, and now it's just as bad. So. Well, it's yeah. sad you have to get you know additional licensing. So. It's terrible. All right. Hey, we're going to take... A quick break. You're listening to The Gun Show right here at Del Mar. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. We're at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. We're here for the gun show. It's just wrapping up. But the good news is they're back next year, so stay tuned. Hey, have you been to AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon? Holy mackerel. they got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County with over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. So go see their full-service and experienced gunsmith. They can do everything from mild repair all the way to full custom. AO Sword Firearms Store is located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosword.com or give them a call at 619-749-4867. You can build, buy, or repair. That's AO Sword Firearms. 
is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's AOSword.com or 619-749-4867, and you will be satisfied. Hey, this segment's brought to you by Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Just go to www.cafirearmslaw.com if you want to ask John any question at all that's gun-related, or you can call him at 760-431-9501. John is the most experienced uh, gun lawyer in Southern California, and as far as I'm concerned, in the world. John Dillon will definitely sit down and talk to you like a normal person. You'll be able to understand everything he's trying to explain to you, and you will be in good hands with John Dillon. Hey, John, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here, guys. How's it going? Where are you? You're supposed to be here. He's in his Tesla. Yeah, I'm not at the gun show, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, you're in the Tesla, right? Uh, I'm sitting, yes, I, I'm hiding from my kids. In, That's great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you phone. for coming on, man. I usually see you down here. You do go to the gun show. Background. You do go to the gun show frequently. I usually see you down here. Yeah, no, uh, it's, uh, in all honesty, I, I woke up uh, with a pretty bad cold uh, uh, this morning, and I, I'm not one to go and spread germs, uh, especially amongst a bunch of gun owners. I uh, don't want to be doing that. Uh, although okay. I, I am bummed, I wanted, uh, I had plans to go uh, both days actually. But um, it was a good show. It was, uh, it was a little light. But I was, I was talking to one of the vendors, and he said, you know, the people that came were buyers. Like these were like people that were like, you know, uh, they came here for a reason. So everybody did pretty good. So. Well, yeah, and just it's good timing. I mean, it's right before you know Christmas, so. You know, I feel like, you know, a lot of wives and husbands should have been there uh, buying their spouses some good gifts. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it might be, too, just confusion on, you know, is there a gun show? Is there not a gun show because of everything that's been going on, you know, the last six months or so? Oh, yeah, and it doesn't help that, uh, you know, our, our governor signed a bill to, to ban uh, shows or gun shows specifically at the Del Mar Fair. Um, uh, which is probably, you know, one of the oddest and most specific laws you can come up with. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be a future legal fight and battle, but uh, I, I'm glad that the gun show is able to come back, uh, at least for now, and, you know, I'm, I hope that people are able to take advantage of that. So can I, can I ask you, can I put you on the spot real quick? What's up? Uh, what, what's your opinion of their lawsuit against... Uh, it's probably going to be, you know, it's again right now. It's against the Twenty Second Agricultural Board. It's eventually going to be against the state of California because they passed the, uh, you know, the law banning the gun show. What do you think about the the case? I mean, how how confident are you that they're going to win, or what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I mean, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, they got the the preliminary injunction uh, in their case against the Twenty Second Ag-, Ag Board. Uh, I think it will be very similar when it comes to this state ban. I mean, uh, the fact that the, the law is a, a law against having a gun show on, on public property, state property, uh, and it's specific to only Del Mar yeah. seems very odd. Uh, there's not a lot of rational legal justification you can uh, you can you know cite to to ban that. So. I am confident that uh, you know that any lawsuit that challenges that will uh, you know be successful. It's one of those things where um, you know California and our, our esteemed legislature uh, they they got they've been very confident over the last two three decades 
about passing gun laws and it's gone to an extreme to where they think they can just pass any law they want and get away with it. Um, and even in our extreme liberal court system of California and the Ninth Circuit, you know, they've gone so far that like a law like the, a ban against the Del Mar gun show, uh, it, it's, it's not going to be, uh, be upheld even in a liberal court because there comes a time where uh, as biased as one can be, they'd still have to acknowledge the law in some fashion. So we're uh, too, and that's, that's a liberal court that's becoming uh, much less liberal now with our president. So um, yes. uh-huh. it's not all bad. Well, I got to tell you, the judge that gave the injunction it was an Obama appointee. So let's, let's, yeah, let's hope that they're going, example. all right, this is too far. Yeah, it's a good example of like, you know, uh, that, you know, our, our representatives don't think there's a line when it comes to gun control. Uh, but even in a, a liberal court system like California, uh, there is one still. Uh, how, you know, we're going to argue in all of our cases that the line should be uh, much sooner than when it's being drawn now. But uh, I, I think that it's a weak law. I think it's. Uh, a emotion-based law that has no you know grounds in reality but um that's just short and sweet version on that uh i did want to bring up something just in general uh not case related but just as a reminder because this has become something that's been discussed more and more at least on the the county and city level is the the storage laws of california i think a lot of people aren't aware that there are firearm storage laws in california uh, they specifically rate to uh, relate to children or minors and prohibited people. Um, and just to a quick breakdown, there's actually three degrees, and it's called criminal storage of a firearm. Uh, you can do criminal storage of a firearm in the first, second, and third degree. Uh, and what it is is if you leave a loaded firearm uh, on your premises or in your premises where you know or reasonably should know that a child is likely to child or prohibited person is likely to gain access to that uh, firearm, uh, then you could be in trouble uh, with the law. If the child takes that firearm and causes a death or great bodily injury to anyone, then that would be a first degree. So criminal storage of a firearm in the first degree. If they take that gun and they cause an injury that's not great bodily injury or they just take it into a public place, without anyone actually being injured. Uh, that's criminal storage in the second degree. And criminal storage in the third degree is actually if you just leave a loaded firearm in your premises and you know or reasonably should know that a child can likely gain access. So the third degree doesn't even require uh, a child or prohibited person to actually gain access to the firearm, but if they can or likely can, uh, you can be liable for that. And it's one of those laws that not a lot of people realize. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, you know, I support the fact that people want to have a gun that's quick access, uh, you know, in case someone breaks in in the middle of the night. Um, but if you have kids in the house or even you have nieces, nephews that come over, uh, you know, or you have a roommate that may or may not be prohibited, there are certain measures you got to take in order to, uh, you know, uh, prohibit Comply. access. Keep it people. safe. You know, and I think this is another, I don't you know, let me know what you think, John, but this is another example of of gun owners, uh, you know, compromising. The other side uh, 
consistently puts out the message that we won't compromise, that we don't want any gun laws at all. But here's a law that's been on the books that basically says, look, uh, if you have a firearm, it is illegal for you to store it irresponsibly around kids. Okay, all right, not a lot of uh, pushback from the firearms community. It's been on the books for years. Okay, fine. But now they're doing the unreasonable thing of saying, hey, look, this applies to everybody. doesn't matter, kids or not. This applies to everybody. And now it's time to push back and go, hey, you know what? Come on. We're, we're all in for compromising and have reasonable gun laws and blah, 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 blah. But now you're going way too far. And if they've been much more successful at painting us as, as extremists when, in fact, they're the ones that are being ext- extreme. Not if you yeah, exactly. It really is. It's, you give them an inch, they take a mile. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Michael specifically referencing a lot of the city and, and local ordinances that are being passed that are requiring guns to be disabled or locked up unless they are on your person or in your immediate control, which in your immediate control is a very vague term and it has not been defined uh, sufficiently. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, I don't think any gun owner is going to be against making sure that their firearm is secure and, you know, that their children are safe from, you know, you know, gaining access to those guns when they're not supposed to. Uh, but it's one of the things where now they're trying to pass law where it doesn't even matter if you live alone and you don't have kids, no one's prohibited that comes in your house, no minors ever enter your house. It now, uh, some cities are trying to pass laws where, you know, it would be illegal for you to have a loaded gun like in your nightstand uh, that's, that's not locked up. And that's how it is now in the city is city of san diego the city of solana beach and i'm not sure but i think delmar yeah delmar um and uh you know it's one of those deals where uh you know it's spreading like like cancer frankly yep exactly and it's uh you know you know you'd like to think that you know the people that aren't really involved in activism but like our gun owners but just you know have a gun that's about it it's uh, when they hear these laws and people like talking about new proposals, a lot of times you hear, well, why not? We, why don't we just allow them? Like that doesn't seem like that bad of law. Why don't we just accept that and take that law and not fight against it? And it's the difference between the people that are involved in activism and know, you know, the patterns and have seen how these laws progress over time. You know, uh, you know I, I, I'm a pretty big student of all these laws, uh, I've, I've gone through the history of uh, uh, all the firearms laws in California. I've seen how they progress. I've read the arguments of the state that have, you know, back when the magazine laws were originally passed, you know, they said, well, we're allowing people to keep the, gu- the magazines that they own, the large capacity magazines, uh, and we're not going to take those. So, you know, we're, we're trying to be reasonable here, and we never would take your magazine. And that was, uh, yeah. what, 20 years ago almost right. now. Trying to be reasonable. You know, recently they just passed the law saying, nope, we're going to take those magazines. And so, <laughs> uh, it, it, like, literally, it, when they made that argument 20 years ago, I think it was a member of the NRA said, like, look, this is the first step to confiscation. He got laughed at um, yeah. when he made that argument. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, no one's laughing now. It's, it, he, it came true. It's the slow, incremental uh, bans that they, this is all a part of a long term agenda. Amen to that. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's terrible. But what are you going to do? 
All right, John. Well, hey, it's great talking to you. You missed a good show. Hopefully, you'll be able to come out next year. Come out, hang out. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, if we don't, yeah, we'll talk to you again. We'll talk to you next week. I was going to wish you Merry Christmas, but it's too early. Too early for that. Too early. I'll do it anyway. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You are the best. All right, shoot your eye out, kid. That's right, folks. Check him out. Gasky, Dylan, and Balance, LLB. Go to cafirearmslaw.com or call 760-431-9501, and you will be on top of all the gun laws, and he'll give you the best advice available. John, thanks a lot. Give the family a big hug, and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, he already bailed. Yeah, that's it. Must have fired up that lawnmower, and he just hit the hit the dusty trail. Tesla. All right. Well, this is Gun Sports Radio, and we've had an absolute blast out here at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. And we want to thank uh, Crossroads of the West for having us out, along with Guns uh, San Diego County gun owners. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. This segment brought to you by A.O. Sward. Have you been to that store at El Cajon? Holy mackerel. Widest, wild, the widest selection of guns in San Diego County with over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. Go see their full-service experienced gunsmith, and they can do everything from mild repairs to full custom firearms. A.O. Sward Firearms Store is located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosward.com or call them at 619-749-4867. You can build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sward Firearm is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosward.com or give them a call at 619-749-4867. And knock about giving a little bit of love. And we also want to thank Firearms Legal Protection. What's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike Lance and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. Give them a call at 469-310-9100, 469-310-9100, or firearmslegal.com. And if you're looking for a private individual CCW training class, Tailored to you, John Groff has been providing individual CCW training classes for years. For the first-timers, people renewing their permits for years, John can arrange a time to fit your schedule and an affordable price. Call me professional demeanor. You'll love it. Give John a call, 619-933-4368. That's 619-933-4368. Ask for John. Sometimes it's down at the gun range, San Diego. Also, this segment brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week, the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com. So we got Casey on the line? No, we have a guy named Sam the Gunman. Oh, right on. Hey, Sam, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? 
Uh, we just closing down the gun show. Wish you were here. Uh, well, I can't say the same. <laughs> wow. Why not? Well, it's California, but to be fair, it looks like my state's heading down the same road soon. I wasn't going to hurt your feelings, but you have been in the news. <laughs> have I? Well, your state. Oh, yeah, my state. Yep. Well, we're going to actually going to talk about that. I want to ask you some questions about it. But before we do that, we're going to do an episode of, of Stump My Nephew. Those that do not know, Sam the Gunman is my nephew. And he knows a whole lot about guns, gun history, gun function, all kinds of cool stuff at the ripe old age of 20. And so if you write in and send us a question and we use it, uh, to try to stump my nephew, we'll give you a T-shirt. And if you stump him, you get a T-shirt and a hat. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this question comes in from... Somebody. Leonard in La Jolla. Leonard in La Jolla says that in 1980, the Austrian Armed Forces... Uh, love Austria. G'day, mate. Shrimp on the Barbie, right? No. That's Australia. Austrian armed forces were looking to replace their uh, standard duty pistol. I think I know where this is going. Well, they replaced it with a Glock 17. Uh, Leonard wants to know what what did they replace? What did the Glock 17 replace in the Australian armed forces? Austrian. You said Australian. Oh, I'm sorry. Austrian. Austrian. Now I'm my own stupid joke. I'm screwing myself up. So they want to know what pistol the Glock 17 replaced in the Austrian armed forces back in right. the day. Right. So yeah. when the Austrian armed forces adopted the, the Glock 17 as the P80, um, as I recall, it was replacing he may not be on the Walther PP, but I'm not positive. It might have been the P38. I can't remember. It was the P-38. Yay! Excellent job. Excellent job. So, uh... All right, brother. Well, we appreciate it, man. I think we have Casey with the gun range. Actually, yeah. Okay, so we got to switch over to Casey from the gun range. Yeah, man. All right, so, hey, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, you'll have more news. Casey, are you Uh, there? I have a lot more news. Yeah, he's got a lot. Sorry about that. Casey, are you there? Yes, I am. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you know, we're surviving. We've had a... (laughs) Extremely busy sale weekend over here. You know, we did our 5% sale. Um, <laughs> I think I've cleared about 60-something guns over the weekend. Oh, hey, man. I kept sharing it on Facebook. Every time uh-huh. you popped it, I shared it. Yeah, we've been we've been selling guns left and right. I even sold a couple of our Red Rider BB guns today. So we've been getting everything out of here. And well, we gave away, what, four of those? Yeah, Mike gave away four of them. These yeah, unsuspecting uh, children. Really yeah. nice. And one <laughs> kid already had an arsenal of BB guns. Yeah. yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, we've had people requesting them. So we got a couple in here. So, you know, we might look into the future of doing some air rifles or something. But, yeah, you know, this weekend has been extremely busy. You know, we have our Christmas coming around. Everybody's Good. getting guns in here. So the majority of the people that got their guns yesterday or drove them is going to pick them up on Christmas Eve, which is going to be just in time for Christmas. Oh, that's excellent. So when, when yeah. is the cutoff date? Uh, the cutoff date was actually yesterday at 5 p.m. Gotcha. To get it for Christmas because we so will just be so no, Christmas th- Day. This way, nobody will go down and start yelling at you. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody always will. It's just in everybody's well, nature. So, they just want to yell. So you guys are staying open till 5 on Christmas Eve then? or 
Yes, five on Christmas Eve, and then yes. we'll be close Christmas Day, Casey and then it'll Claus. be six o'clock on uh, was it New Year's Eve? So yeah, hey, you know us, real, we we stay open all the time. And real quick, uh, since uh, people are you know out of the ten day deal, could they buy like a red dot scope or something, or You're darn right, or a green dot or a blue dot or today. whatever? Exactly, accessories. You know, it comes to yes. optics. You know, here on the range, we see. Every sort of firearm coming here with every sort of optic that you can believe on it. Some are really great quality. I've seen a couple, you know, like U.S. Optics or Night Force, and you know, three thousand, four thousand dollars scopes on them. Like, heck yeah, that's, that's some quality right there. And then I see the other spectrum of it where people go on Amazon and get a, you know, twenty dollar red dot and are extremely surprised when it breaks after their first shot on their twelve gauge or their five by six rifle. So you know, it's always a good adage when you're investing. What you know money into your firearms mm-hmm. I always think about it you know it, it, would I trust my life with this thing now there's certain things like say 22s you can run a cheaper optic on them all day because you know there's no there's no that kickback there's no force right. there's no shock to the receiver but once you start going larger optics and you start running cheaper manufactured things on it People don't understand, like, if you watch a firearm shoot in slow motion, the barrel is going to wobble, the receiver is going to wobble. You're going to see things that you wouldn't normally catch by your normal eye. Now, you, you guys then are you selling, would understand. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're selling that amazing PC-9, that Ruger PC-9. Uh-huh. So we actually just what optic would you put on, on that? that? What, what um, red dot? Because you're not to put something super expensive. Right. You know, a lot of the optics that we've, the majority of the optics we're pushing out right now is our hollow suns. Uh, hollow suns yeah. started getting manufactured about two to three years ago, and yeah. people were making fun of them because they had a solar power on it. Uh, truth one. be told, they're one of the most reliable optics out there right now. They're just giving Aimpoint and EOTech a run for their money. Um, well, plus when you, forget the, you, know, you leave the battery on, they still work outside. Exactly. You know, if you're shooting outside, you know, BLM land open up. If you're out there in the desert shooting, turn on the solar power. Normally, the batteries have a 10,000-hour battery life is what they're rated at, which I 100% believe because I don't think we've changed any of the batteries on our rental guns. Uh, They still run just fine, and we beat the heck out of them. Uh, Speaking of a PC-9, we actually just put another PC-9 carbine on the range. It's actually an American flag PC-9, so it has a hydro-dipped American flag design on it in a kind of a camo fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah for your red dots, you know, yeah. I run EOTEX, Aimpoints, um, Twidgecon makes some awesome red dots, Hollow Sun, Vortex. There's just so many companies out there. Are you running it a sale really on any of them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were thinking about it. We know what the next couple days is going. It's probably something okay. I can push out real quick. We'll get a sale going for everybody. Why not? Yeah. Well, it's a good time to pick you them know, up. You, Christmas time. Exactly. You know, if people buy a firearm, heck yeah, we'll, we'll cut a deal with you for an optic on it. You know, Christmas time. You got it, man. Well, listen, thanks for calling in. We know you're busy. We'll let you get back at it. Mm-hmm. All you right, brother. We'll catch one. you next week then. Sounds good. All Go right. see Casey at the gun range. Yeah. Well, folks, we're going to be back to normal next week. We'll be on uh, live from 4 to 6, so you'll want to make sure you uh, tune in for that. And... Uh, you know, we'll have tons and tons of information. Don't forget podcasts. All you need to do is go to San Diego County. Uh, San <laughs> You say it. Gunsportsradio.com. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. And it's that'll hook day. you up. It's been a long one. It's been a great one, though. It's been a good what one. A, what a what fun show. What are you talking show. about? It's your first one here. You know, well, I know. I missed the last one. We're, we're big time. We're, we're here. Are, yeah. It's old yeah. hat now. Yeah. It's old hat. Okay. Old salty radio guys. Like That's what Dave I was Stahl. looking for. Hey, we want to thank... <laughs> All our great uh, sponsors, Firearm Legal Protection, San Diego County Gun Owners, TD Construction, CCWUSA, 
U.S. Lashio, Cali, Key, PRMI Mortgage, Katsky Dillon at Balance LLP, John Groff, CCW Training, the Gun Rave, San Diego, A.O. Sword, and Lance Pelkey, Michael Schwartz, Joe Germisi, and Brendan Thomas, our board off right gonna, here. And we're going to build uh, Lenny at the gun at the Glock. Store. Boy, are we ever! We're going to make some money <laughs> off that boy. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.